Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Oz and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless, and Tim Johnson. What are we talking about tonight, Tim? A little ditty from 2012, Silent Night. Stay tuned. Tim, you might as well just give us the synopsis. I might as well. Might like as well. So impatient. So impatient. So impatient. Go. The police force of a remote Midwestern town search for a killer, Santa Claus, who's picking off citizens on Christmas Eve. A not-so-close remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. What? You guys are jabronis. No, don't don't call me a jabroni yet. Goodness. I have I have I have some partial like for this movie and we'll get into that when we discuss yeah, this. Yeah, this movie wasn't horrible. I'm just no. it was dumb. Didn't need to be made. <laughs> Didn't need to be made. <laughs> there was some that. really in your face stupidity in this movie too. But there is like one what? Oh, okay, really the priest the preacher? He was yeah, just a some moron. Of, some of the stuff was great, but the problem is that I had with this was it was an unnecessary remake that had absolutely nothing to do with the original Silent Night, Deadly Night. Just fucking make your own movie about a killer Santa. It has nothing to do with it, yet it's an unnecessary remake. If this Explain. movie would have been released just called Silent Night, it had no uh-huh. ties whatsoever to Silent Night, Deadly Night. If they never said it was a remake, if there were certain mm-hmm. things that were not even homaged in the movie, probably wouldn't have been a lot better. But when this movie exactly. got released, it was actually released as purposeful a remake of the original tale yeah so just like just like that shitty black christmas that came out nothing to do like the original story it's like just think of something new yeah so got all this more or less new stuff in this movie it could have held on its own i thought there were some pretty good differences to break it up a little bit well yeah but it should have been its own thing like they should should never have tied it to the original is what yeah, what if they would have said that, it was... I think it's just a, a different movie. The only thing that ties yeah. it to it is whatever you're saying when they launched it. That they right. tried to get some views from that fan base. Well, and the and the fact that they actually did try, like, the kid traumatized turns, which is the twist to this movie. Which I'm sorry, but if you promote this as a remake of Silent Night Deadly Night, you can almost see that that was the twist that was going to happen because the original was about a kid that was traumatized and turns into a killer Santa Claus. Of course, we're not going to assume that the father survived. It's going to be the kid or something like this. Uh, right down to the antlers where the woman was, you know, stabbed onto, right? Like, the practical effects in this movie were great. Like, I'm not shitting on, like, the good parts of this movie. It's just, it's... I was kind of triggered watching it because it was like, why, why do you need to stand on something that was already made when you obviously have like enough insight and like creativity to come up with shit that's different than the original? Just make something original. Let's call it a different name. Yeah, you didn't need to call it Silent Night and go and tote around that this was, you know, a remake. A, a remake, right? Or a reboot. I think they said reboot. They might have whatever they said. But, I mean, I still stand by the fact that they could have been still named Silent Night because it is what it is. But as long as they oh. never said that it had any ties to the original, which they did, 
and you know that that then that's fine. So let's we're gonna make a remake, but it's not gonna be tied to the original. Yeah, that's 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 where they got the idea for the uh, 2019 Black Christmas, as Tim mentions. Then we're gonna do a remake, but it's not gonna have anything to do with the original. Okay, idiots. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about characters here, starting off. So first and foremost, we have. I think a lot of people's, you know, like a lot of people love this person. Jamie King. Jamie King's in this movie. Come on. Mm. Like, you got to love not, the shit not, that she does. Not who I thought you were going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was all ready to get. Nope. Jamie King. But Jamie okay. King is like, you know, the main character in this movie. You know, she plays Audrey Broadmoor. I thought they were going to talk about fucking Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, yeah. he's coming in a second, or, folks. Or a royalty and, and everybody film. loves this. this okay. Okay, oh, okay. Malcolm King. McDowell might be royalty, oh, but he's got some of the worst go. fucking lines in this movie. Don't put what? avocado on the hamburger. That's gold. Now that you're, is what gold. is it? Now you're throwing fucking, I can't remember what he says. Now you're putting Parmesan on the avocado or some shit. Love it. It's fucking terrible, man. It's funny. My favorite terrible. part of the movie was one of his lines when she's like, yeah, I just can't. There's no way I can show up for work today. And he's like, all right, I'll see you this afternoon. And she's like, still, she's still saying that there's no way I can come in. He's like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll see you this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Kills me. He's a bit of an <laughs> asshole, which is great. But, you know. Oh, I laughed out loud when he said, don't put avocado on it. Yeah. It's fucking terrible, though. Come on. You don't put avocado on the hamburger. And even she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> all right. He's so, yeah. Cool dude. He's a cool dude anyway. Yeah. I'll get I'll get to that. So, so we have Jamie King who plays Aubrey Bradamore and uh, she, she's kind of like the main focus of this movie. It's her time on this Christmas. Wow. It starts off. We can find out that she's, she's obviously gone through something in the, you know, kind of get a little bit of a, uh, an insight into that later on in the movie that it was like her husband or fiance or something like this was like murdered. And, uh, so she, she's having a hard time at Christmas. She's, it looks like she's staying with her parents for a little while. Uh, her father's like an ex, uh, sheriff's deputy himself. Mother's, you know, little miss Susie homemaker and everybody's all happy by the looks of it. Um, she, yeah. So like I said, she, she's having it tough. She's, she's dealing with shit and she's the one who's kind of stumbling into a lot of what's going on, but she, she's proving herself in this movie. This is, it's, it's kind of like one of those pedestals where it's like the, the female hero character is, is kind of working her way you know, beyond what certain people in the movie are expecting her to be able to, if if you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then and then we have horror movie royalty, Malcolm McDowell. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. The showrunner. <laughs> the showrunner. <laughs> the name when that app pops up on the credits, you're like, all right, I'll watch this. Fuck yeah. Malcolm yeah, McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell in one of his more disappointing roles. Just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, Holy shit. Come stop. on. Stop. <laughs> don't put avocado <laughs> on the burger, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really did like his character. Um, it, it's it's old crass Malcolm McDowell, very similar to the way that he played Loomis in the in the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. He's he's you know he's weathered. He's he's been there he's seen that he's done that and he's basically ready to you know make sure that things end quickly and efficiently instead of letting things draw out you know what i mean like he just he just wants to be done with things um he's, he's a good character in the movie he does like i said he has some of the most cringy lines in my opinion but that's just because everything's a fucking allegory or or fucking you know something everything is explained in in a, in a, in a metaphor with this guy it's it's, it's kind of it could funny because it was a shitty movie <laughs> director and writer didn't know what the fuck they were doing yeah and that's... that could be why that could be why this this gifted actor sucked well nobody said that he yeah. sucked i said he had the cringiest lines <laughs> and no. once again he didn't write the fucking lines, so there's a good possibility of all that so <laughs> um so in terms of other characters, we got some of the other deputies that we meet. We got the obvious Santa Claus himself, who uh, gets revealed at the end as uh, the, the the child of the original Santa Claus murderer. 
that gets explained in the movie. He's one of those those local town folklores that every town has that story. Which, it's kind of funny because when you actually read up on this, the story itself, I actually remember when the original events happened. So to find out that it was loosely based on a true story was even funnier to me. Like, it, it, so there was actually a case where a guy had found out that his wife had been cheating on him and she was out at a Christmas party, like a work Christmas party, and she was with the guy that she was cheating on him with. And he showed up in a Santa suit, but it wasn't a flamethrower. It was like he basically had like, uh, I can't remember what it was, like a hammer and a knife. And he went around slashing and beating the shit out of people or something like this and murdered them. So, like, this was, like, partially based on a true story because it was, and it actually, I think, said in the end credits, partially based on the something massacre that originally occurred. And it all happened on a Christmas party with the guy dressed as Santa Claus. But I like the idea that this is a, a Santa Claus that had the flamethrower that he had handmade. And uh, the sun kind of picks up the mantle. So there's, you know, the whole idea that the sun is actually crazy. Now, that goes to question... They did say that every year he comes back and it's a different town and a different location. So that kind of opens it up to the fact that there are other stories that could have been told. You yeah. know what I mean? There are other towns, other places, other stories with the same character. And let's face it, when it opens up the opening of the movie, he has like a, I'm going to use my term, tickle trunk. He opens it up and there's like three or four masks and different hats and He's kind of like piecing together what he wants to look like for this fucking murder spree. It's almost like it's its own film and doesn't have anything to do with Silent Night. Almost like, which kind of makes it. You know. Are you, are you, Josh, are you under, like, do you think that we're just, I'm just making that up? Like, no, I'm sure they released it. Was there or was the there fact. not a line in this movie? What is it? Garbage Day? Oh yeah, because yeah. they they, it, they did it for the season. Don't get me wrong. It's it's they basically it's the the, the trend that they were doing in the the two thousands, two thousand tens, two thousand twelves, where they'd take like a classic horror movie, and then make it shit, because um, <laughs> they they did it with they do it with all kinds of stuff. They did it with My Bloody Valentine, hmm. which Ooh. also I believe had Jamie King in it. Did. 2009's yeah. My Bloody Valentine yeah. 3D. My Bloody Valentine, which was garbage. The, the yeah, remake that was, like was garbage. Like, that couldn't stand alone on its own. That's My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, this movie, I feel like if it had a different yeah, title and they didn't launch it as the sequel or reboot or whatever, I guess. There's nothing tying it to the series, I feel like, other than a couple of homages. But let's see the there. I, I digress. But once again. The movie, aside from that one little plight that me and Tim have with it, the movie does stand well. So you know, we'll continue to talk about. Oh, it, it, if anything, like I said, the 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 practical effects in this movie were dope. Mm. There was that Santa mask was dope. Santa mask was dope. That's what I was saying, dude. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Next time yeah, I find one of those. Too. Nice. Yeah. Th next time I find one of those, because uh, you can find them all the time at fucking Halloween for like a dollar, two dollars. Those clear, partially opaque masks with like just the uh, the eyes colored in and the mouth colored in. Right? I want to get one of those and make a Santa mask out of it. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So we also get introduced. Uh, there's obviously uh, Deputy Giles, one of the other deputies here. He's he's kind of an odd guy, but he seems fairly harmless. He's just kind of like got his own, you know, agenda to things. You know, he's a little bit of a lazy ass. Uh, we have Brenda, who runs in the office. She's the administrator in the office. Um, we have the mayor. We get introduced to the mayor and his daughter. Uh, what's his daughter's name? Tiffany? I'm going to say Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany. Lutzicle. <laughs> <laughs> and so it starts! Lutzicle. <laughs> say that again? Lutzicle. 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 Like an icicle. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, I'm keeping it Christmassy here. Give me a break. That's right. Um, and we also have like some other throwaway characters that they introduce in the movie, such as Jim Epstein, the boner Santa from the from the uh, from the town square that everybody's talking about. It's hilarious. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh. 
Yeah. I want to hear your notes about this movie. Sure. Uh, my first viewing of Silent Night took place November 25th, 2020 at 9.06 p.m. Uh, the first note I have here is, uh, well, at least he has good hygiene. You see him all scrubbing up. Uh, Christmas light electrical chair. That's a new one for me. Points for uh, creativity. I said, so he's some sort of Santa jigsaw. Putting them in like traps. Uh, Malcolm McDowell, horror royalty. Had to laugh at the chief when he said, well, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> and then uh, that kid was such a little shit. The one, the first one that got like wrecked uh, by Santa. That was oh. that was one of my favorite deaths just because she's one of those yeah. characters in a movie that you want to die. And she did die. Little shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Just She's like fuck church. Uh, Santa's a savage. She was like fucking thirteen, and he just straight up impaled her. <laughs> After taking, taking a cattle prod to her. Yeah. Uh, the priest is definitely trying to boink her. The deputy. Yeah. Anything I can do. Well, to be honest, Timmy, I don't think you deserve anything this year. That's fucking hysterical. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> uh, Halloweener, quote. Uh, what a shitbag took his grandfather's money. Yep. Uh, boning her pretty regularly, quote. Oh, and that's the other toss back to the original Silent Night, Deadly Night, right there. The grandfather. Oh, yeah. He, gra- he, grabs, he grabs the grandson and he tells yeah. him, you know, if you see Santa Claus tonight, run, boy. He's coming for so, you. Why would a mute catatonic man have a wallet full of cash? I wondered that. Yeah. Like what? What? He's not. He can't speak. He can't move. He ain't, he ain't shopping. <laughs> Strange. Maybe he wants some chips uh, from the chip machine. Yeah, but he ain't buying them. He's catatonic. He Somebody else, one of the workers, needs some chips from the chip machine. <laughs> uh, so is this a supernatural story or what? Like how? Because it kind of leads into that, that this catatonic man all of a sudden snaps out of it, warns them about the danger and coming, and then all of a sudden, no, it's just normal. It's just, it's it's a cliched scenario. Like in the original, it was the same thing. The grandfather was in like a catatonic state, but they were the family was just visiting him to, you know, hope that that would bring a little cheer yeah. and it would help the medical condition. And he, when they leave the grandson with him, he. Right. Snaps out of it and warns the grandson about Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. It's the same idea, but it's just not as well executed by any means. Uh, she was screwing half the town. Yikes. Uh, the mayor's daughter does grease films. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> Tiffany. And then I wrote, ah, uh, the old scythe to the bird. Hmm. <sighs> Followed by the old shower curtain strangle, another classic. Almost like an homage to uh, Black yep. Christmas when you look at it at a certain Definitely. angle. All right, oh man, a wood chipper. Excellent. Oh, that Excellent. was wit. Yeah, that was wit. Five minute naked chase scene ending in a wood chipper. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> so, if Santa has a naughty list, why wasn't the mayor's daughter on it? Like, why did he just, like, walk by her going up the stairs? It was like, eh, Adam, have a good day. But I th- I get the impression that she was, but this was just not her time. He wasn't going to murder her right out and, you know, right then and there. He's going to go kill these two that are, you know, doing this. And, and then he catches up with her later. later. I guess. He catches up with her later. Uh, the sleazeball pocketing the, the Carol hose hard-earned dollars was pretty comical. <laughs> the Carol hose. Uh, this poor old lady just wanted to go to Midnight Mass, and now she's got some dignity going on about internet porn and how the world's going to shit. The sin! <laughs> <laughs> hey, she I got won't three say the word. I ain't no narc. <laughs> I ain't no narc. <laughs> how many fucking Santas are in this town? 
at one point there's like a scene and there's like 30 of them walking down the street like that's not normal activity man there's normally not that many santas in a town they they were talking about the santa claus parade where it's literally a parade of santas full of santas yeah that's and it's actually it's kind of funny because the town that they filmed that in uh they actually do that like every year there's like a santa claus parade thing that goes on so they actually filmed it around that time wouldn't that ruin it for all the kids like which one's real mom i'm thinking yeah those uh, are his helpers. <laughs> but they're just a the Santa flamethrower. Man, this film is cheesy as fuck. But you gotta give the writers some credit. Uh, double S, double screwed. What the fuck? The mayor didn't even do anything. Yeah, why did the mayor get wrecked? He seemed like a good, upstanding mayor. Oh, he was a smoker. It, well, oh, okay. it's uh, if 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 I was to guess. <laughs> You know, as you would hear the sheriff, Malcolm McDowell, talk about, it's like this town's gone to shit, you know? So it's almost like maybe this guy... Yeah, the mayor's like the ma- I don't necessarily mean that, but it, maybe it's partly the mayor's fault that places of, you know, businesses have shut down, the town's gone to shit, people are resorting to other means of income. Uh, light in Santa's sack, quote. <laughs> oh man, that was, I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the old axe to the Achilles tendon. That's brutal. Uh, the antler piece, Pierce, and the head crack. Aaron's going to have a field day with all these effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ring, ring, it's a telemarketer to raise money for National Suck My Dick Week. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> I don't care what you say. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> this guy gets wrecked while taking out the garbage classic garbage day yeah uh what the fuck did the father do he's just a wholesome santa just a wholesome santa impersonator yeah her father yeah Yeah. oh you you find out you find out what he did what he did what was the reason why he's dead (laughs) did did, did you did you go back over that later on in your notes as to why no because he's he's the one who took down the killer's father he's the one who actually shot the killer's father when it shows the flashback to actually yeah. reveal what happened, it's his name tag. He shot the the Santa, right, the right. original Santa Claus. So of course the so son's we, taking revenge. You killed my father. I kill you. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You got rules to follow as a slasher, bro. You can't just be taking personal revenge. Oh, uh, <laughs> like how the emergency lights are red and green in that scene. Very Christmassy. Good colors. Uh, the Christmas themed brass knuckles. That was wicked. Ho, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good touch. I, I wish I was at the brainstorm meeting when that one came up. But with all the writers sitting in a room, they're like, all right, he's going to have brass knuckles to say ho, ho, ho. Uh, the fucking axe lightsaber battle with the, the green and the red emergency lights going. Uh, so who is the Santa? And then so it was the son of the original guy. Those were my notes. Yeah, I just got to go back to the brass knuckles for a sec because you could read ho, ho, ho written on those things. But when yeah. the guy got hit in the head, it would have o, o, o. True. Right? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's true. Okay. Well, thank you, Josh. It's like getting a tattoo of, of, of mom on your butt. You know, M on each cheek, and then when you sit there, it can say oh. wow. But you bend over, it can say mom. Like, <laughs> terrible, terrible. What is wrong with you, Aaron? Oh, sorry, my bad. I'm just so, making a point. So, so a cu- couple of couple of points about your notes. Um, first and foremost, at the at the beginning, the the Christmas lights death. I st- I still can't get behind that one. That's the one death in this movie that I can't get behind. Like, how how did how was he not being electrocuted with the lights on normally, and then all of a sudden yeah. he goes over and he cranks up something, and all of a sudden he's getting electrocuted. I I could incandescence, man. And it's movie magic. Movie magic. Believe. Okay, Tim, you 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 sold me. It's movie magic, apparently. Um, and this can get pretty. I don't much. believe that, Adam. No, it's because it's not true, Tim. I'm just, you know, <laughs> being that. Um, <laughs> second, the most satisfying death in this movie, in my opinion, is the little shitheaded girl. I need my LV, mom, and she's like slapping her mother's heart medication out of her hands and shit. That was a satisfying death. I don't give a shit who you are. That that was she like, was like twelve, but it was instant too. And I was like, take that, you little. It what? It didn't. It no. It wasn't instant. She suffered, and that was better. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, it was instant from when she slapped the meds out. I was like, oh, okay, so this is going to play out, you know, down the road. She's going to get murdered or something like that. But no, within the next, you know, two or three minutes, Santa comes to the door and is like, here, have a cattle prod, little bitch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Gre- greedy little shit. And it was perfect. I don't give a shit if she's 12 years old. Mike, Mike <laughs> Myers snapped the neck of a 12-year-old dancer who was yeah. totally innocent. This yep. kid deserved it. This kid was a Nobody's shit. Nobody's innocent to Mike Myers. I just... I. The one thing I don't like is this fucking Santa guy just going around willy-nilly. He's either got a naughty list or he doesn't. He's he's, he's, he's just killing he's people just, willy-nilly. He's like just it. killing people willy-nilly. What's wrong with that? He's he's I don't like he's gone. I don't. He's gone in head. Okay. If you're going to kill people willy-nilly, fine, but don't go under the guise of a naughty list. <laughs> All right. Um, Today of precious naughty list. The other thing that really kind of stood out to me all over in this movie, there was a very big lack of snow. I really wanted this to be more snow encapsulated, this movie. Like, I wanted snow. And, like, it seemed, in a lot of ways, like it was just filmed in, like, the fall or the spring. Like, the wood chipper scene? I love the wood chipper scene. Would have been so much better if it was snow that the, you know, that the blood was pouring out on the other side into and shit like that. Like, you know, it, but instead it kind of looked like it was a, a, a set up Christmas tree thing in the middle of, like, fall. It well, it takes place in late November, December. doesn't it? No, it, it, doesn't place... take, it doesn't snow anymore. Look outside. That's what true. Mean? No, it takes place in December, Josh, like right by yeah, Christmas. Yeah, I think of the actors, too. I mean, she was bare-chested through that whole five minute chasing she got paid yeah she got paid she didn't have to in her contract she was aware what she signed up for that's right all right the script (laughs) she read the she knew what she was getting into hey guys i'm felissa rose angela from sleepaway camp and you're listening to They Cast From The Coast. Yeah! Uh, Alright, um, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. You've got, you've got quite a few notes, so uh, we, we would love it oh. if you could share some, some uh, effects magic knowledge with us. Alright, well, I'll try. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, first of all, I thought the cinematography opening up was, uh, it seemed legit. I even have here, it seems legit. Some of the nice camera angles and things, I was like, hey, this might be all right. So uh, my my whole outlook on the whole thing went from being like, okay, let's see what this is going to be like. And then I saw a couple of the first camera angles. I'm like, okay, all right, they put some work into this. I hope it carries through. Uh, I got the same saw vibes right out of the right out of the gate. I'm like, oh no, please don't tell me they're going to be doing this crap all the way through. Um, I would watch that, a Christmas saw movie. Well, I mean, it would it would be cool. <laughs> yeah. um, the first death there, where they crank up the whatever it is on the wall, and he gets uh, electrocuted by the bulbs, I guess, or whatever. Tim would uh, love that but one. The guy's eyes explode. Tim loves yeah, that when his that happens eye, in a movie. His eyes explode, and I did notice that that's probably uh, that's definitely VFX. That was too quick of a shot to be anything else, right? Yeah. Um, they probably just didn't. I don't know. They, it was an afterthought, maybe is, is what I'm thinking there. Um, uh, foaming mouth effect from the kid with the uh, cattle prod. That was a nice little. I mean, it was a fast where she was vibrating, but you could see the foam bouncing around like she was getting all. Not that that would happen. You might drool or whatever because your motor response skills are off. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, you throw a piece of Eno or whatever in your mouth and, and let it bubble and, and go on or polydent or whatever and and uh, let that go. That was a good effect. I thought it was great. Uh, creepy Priest. That guy was out to lunch, man. I don't even know what the heck was going on it was there. Pretty extreme. And it was the first, yeah, first introduction to the guy. I'm like, what the? I'd never go to this church ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the church uh, is empty. So there was a scene. <laughs> there was a scene where Aubrey goes into the into the police station. She's sitting behind her desk, right, and she's doing her thing. But when she sits down behind her desk, she's wearing a duty belt, her jacket, the whole thing. But what I did notice that uh, that I did see was that she's wearing her duty belt, um, and then when she gets up to go and investigate 
you know, what her captain or whatever is saying or the sheriff is saying, she grabs another duty belt off of the coat rack and and something else. And I'm like, she's already wearing that. Why is she grabbing another one? Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think many people picked up on that. She's but, probably uh, double definitely. duty. Uh, <laughs> why did you say it like that? <laughs> why not, Tim? <laughs> so she finds the first body. Uh, and then she takes her gun out and I don't know if you guys realize, but she takes her gun out she goes like this and it cocks itself. It goes okay. and she doesn't even have her hand around it. Like it just, it just automatically cocks I never know. Movie magic. Movie magic. magic. <laughs> we'll go with that too. We'll go with that. Uh, great burn effects on the dead deputy. So obviously he, you know, the top of his head was all kind of burned there or whatever. Could have been gelatin or, you know, it was a pretty quick shot. So it was probably going to be something a little, a little easier on the budget. Um, but it was still pretty, pretty good. Um, great severed hand in the drawer. That looked like it was just going to be like a silicone or a, even a gelatin run hand. Uh, the coloration and stuff looked great on it, uh, for it being cut off for a while. Um, and sitting in there and it matched the body that was in the, in the corner. If I'm not the, or the torso without any limbs or whatever on it. It was kind of kind of good there. Um, great murder scene, body parts. That ties into that whole severed hand in the drawer. Um, ooh, yeah, the sickle. The sickle part where you said it hit him right in the junk. Well, I think it was more taint area because the sickle's kind of curved, so it's just right up in the Gucci, right? That, that would not be... That'd not be Gucci attack! Oh, oh. Yeah, that would be painful. That would be super painful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice severed leg. So she's running through. She gets her leg cut off, right? The leg looked pretty pretty good. When he threw it into the uh, chipping machine, <laughs> that was pretty that cool. Was cool. Yeah. You do, And you want to do that right before you kill somebody with a wood chipper, right? Because you yeah. want them to see their limb getting <laughs> mulched up and be like, no, I could have saved it. I could have put it back on. But no, oh, no, I'm fucked. <laughs> Right, like you just get this shit. Yeah, this overwhelming yeah. Now I know I'm fucked. Not that he right. cut it off. <laughs> I just saw a body part go through that. Now I'm gonna go through it. No, right, like that just added to me to 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 my whole psyche. I'm like, that would be disgusting watching your own leg go through a wood chipper. Nah, that that'd be sick. I hate to I hate to be the person that gets a Christmas tree that that's sprayed all over. You got little toes <laughs> and shit all over it, right? Um, yeah, impressive. You know that Christmas tree farmer was like, man, I cutting into my margin i can't be throwing these trees out <laughs> get the hose dear uh, uh i was impressed with the chipper machine death i loved all the shots of it i like yep. when she was coming down and you see your arse and it's, it's, she's coming down into the chipping machine uh and then you see it spinning you hear the sounds i was like this scene is one of the best chipping deaths chipping machine deaths that i've seen i really really loved it i thought that the stuff coming out they did a fantastic job shooting that whole thing. You know they put a lot of love into that scene. They were like, we got to make this look as terrible as possible and make it feel as terrible, right? And that's I, – I think they nailed it with that, right? Throwing some, some some foam pieces in there and having it all covered in blood and bleh, coming spilling out of the other end. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> this priest, he needs to be fired. <laughs> Who's overlooking this dude? Um. I made another comment, or I made a comment about the Killer Santa costume. I really liked the costume, and I loved the mask for how simplistic it was. Adam, you made the comment earlier about it. You know, you walk into a Halloween store and you see these little plastic masks that you can, you know, they're translucent. You can see, you can see the person's face kind of behind them and stuff. I find that pretty creepy, yeah. to be honest. And when he cut it out and then stuck the, the you know, the the mustache and stuff on it and had the beard hanging off of it i thought you know what that's pretty simplistic but it worked i thought it worked really well for this character um and yeah that mask you're right would be like what 2.99 a dollar 99 maybe yeah so i mean kudos to them for saving cash that way right uh priest's death was great i should go back and just um let you guys know about some of the people that did the effects in it and this was a long string of people that did the effects in this but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about all of them they came in and they i don't know whether they filled out their paperwork a little differently than anyone else but one guy comes in as an spfx producer one comes in as a coordinator one comes in as a supervisor it's like well isn't that all the same kind of shit 
like, like what's going on here, right? Were you going to say something, Tim? No, I was just giving Adam the big thumbs up. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So and giving you the big thumbs up because you... Yeah. We love you. <laughs> love you. George Frangadak- Frangadakis was apparently the coordinator and one of the one of the movies I guess you guys would like I mean he did quite he's done quite a few you know B movies and things but one that stood out to me was Cabin Fever that he was involved in uh, another guy was Vincent Gustini uh, he was apparently the supervisor on this um, he was involved in stuff like Last of the Mohicans and The Dark um, the uh, uh, SPFX producer which was Gregory <coughs> Ramanoudis, uh, Ramoundis, Ramoundis. Uh, he was responsible for uh, Star Trek V, Dogma, Jay and Silent Bob uh, back in 2001. Um, they've, they've all got quite a list of uh, things that they've worked on over the years. Um, and, Doug, and Doug Morrow, he was the key uh, makeup uh, effects uh, guy that would have probably applied everything or, you know, things like that. So um, he's done movies like as recently as Godzilla 2014, Reindeer Games, Happy Gilmore, you know, that kind of thing. So just to give a background of what we're working with with effects people here, this is why the practical effects team, what you were saying earlier, was absolutely fantastic, right? I mean, they had a really big crew here, and and they actually spent some time doing and thinking about some of these really <clears> cool effects <throat> and, and shit like that, right? Um, I wrote another note in between things that says, I think everyone in this town hates Christmas, because this is what it felt like. Everybody that they talked to was like a grumpy or somebody that hated Christmas or was, I'm like, does anybody in this town like Christmas? Like, what the hell's going on here? Well, they're also talking to everyone in the bar at fucking 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Those don't tend to be the friendliest of folk. <laughs> uh, I did, I, there was, on Aubrey, she, you know, she gets into a couple entanglements with uh, with a couple of these Santas and things, and gets beat up, and she has some pretty good bruising going on on her face. I did, I, I saw that, and I was like, okay, um, pretty good continuity. But then later on in the movie, after she gets into that first little conflict with this with this Santa in the back alley, you know, chasing him or whatever, um, I did notice that a couple scenes later she had no bruising at all, and it was in the same night. It's like, what happened? Did it magically disappear or, or what's going on? So I did notice some inconsistencies throughout the movie on behalf of that kind of thing, which they should have really either A, reshot or, or because it was blatant. Yeah, she was wearing a hat and things like that, but still, like, it it went from being prominent to not there at all. That's the problem with this 4K ultra high depth stuff. Like, you just, yeah. they got to stop releasing some movies where you can look at the pores. Because there's no way to maintain continuity. <laughs> uh, I, I did I did comment on the straight makeup that was all done through here. Uh, I thought it was really well done. I never saw any shine on anybody, and and everybody was all taken care of in that aspect of the whole thing. Um, and then I got a note down here in quotations that says, "I'm going to lighten Santa's sack." Right? <laughs> Dirty. I lost Dirty. it. I had to pause it right there because I'm like, "What? This is pretty. This is pretty messed up." Uh, the Achilles cut with the axe, I believe that was VFX. Uh, it happened so fast, but anytime something happens to your Achilles tendon, like, ow, man, in any show that I watch, it's yeah. like, that's got to be painful, that right? Sucks. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one of those uh, situations where you want a, where you want a cringe factor in your movies. Like, add something like that where you can see a tendon that's pulling and then get it cut. Like, get it cut right in, right in, right in view. Everybody would cringe and, and look at that. It's just like watching somebody get you know, uh, on a skateboard or something, jumping over something and then landing on their leg the wrong way and seeing it snap in real life. (laughs) Right. Oh, damn. Um, then death by antlers. Now I compared this one to the old, to the old movie, right? The 1984 movie, right? Yeah. And I thought the 1984 movie holds up big time to this one as well. I think they're equally done well, but the 1984 movie, I thought, uh, I thought was actually, it held, it held true when I compared the both. I'm like, wow. When I saw that in the, in the 1984 version, I'm like, Oh, and they had the, the proper close-ups to see the horns coming through the stomach and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And they did the same thing here, but it was like uh, a little, the, it's like the horns were a little smaller when they were poking through and, and stuff. But I think equally, 
in both movies, they did a fantastic job with the close-up and pushing the fake torso onto that and having the horns come, come pushing through the, the, uh, the gelatin or whatever they were using for the, uh, for the materials. Right? Now, that being said, one thing that I'll point out is that I felt that the, the skin as the horns were coming through in this one didn't seem to stretch as much. As it much. seemed yeah. more like it was, it seemed kind of crumbly. And I think that's why I like the 84 version. Because it, like, stretched. Yeah, and it's something that your skin would do, right? Yeah. It would stretch like that until it got to the point where it just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the antlers. So that's a good point, Adam. It, it seemed like it was pushing more through, like, wax. Yeah. I think yeah. this whole movie shone because of the practical effects that happened in this film. I think the film, uh, with the practical effects that they had in this, actually carried the film on its back quite a bit uh because that kept my attention i want to see what was going to happen next for an effect on my end of it right being an sbfx guy i i pay attention to all that stuff and it did it kept my attention right to the end so that's super cool about that i think um the axe chopped to the head and then splitting it down the middle was a great effect it, yeah, a little bit cut it like the cuts were happening pretty quick right and cut 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 Head splits open. I'm like, okay, cool. And they didn't spend a lot of time, you know, looking at it again. They just did the effect, you know, the, the pieces, you know, pulled apart and everything. And and I was like, you know what? That was still pretty effective. I completely enjoyed that. Um, this sounds really demented when you think about it. Compared to what else? <laughs> I got another note here that says good slasher film. Uh, continuity on Aubrey's face. I already covered that. No bruises in the cell scene. Uh, and it's the same night. Uh, awesome forehead shot very realistic so the guy gets shot in the forehead right they did I th I, what i believe they did was the old um button in the middle of the head effect mm. in some in some wax it looked to be like that I, I don't think it was vfx but uh that is so such a good effect right you embed the you embed the the um the button and you build up the, the wax and you smooth it out and the scene goes so quick bang they pull that right out on a piece of string or a piece of uh, monofilament and it leaves that little hole there and you have it painted red in behind and it looks like the person gets shot and then you've got your, you know, your condom filled with blood on the backside of the head and it splats all over the place. I thought that scene for lining up the gunshot and exactly how fast that that would happen, they did a great job on that, right? There was no delay on it. It was just an, a good scene. I thought it was a great scene for the effect. Yep. I just learned that. Did you did know you? they did that, Tim? What? The did button? They take the button and they yeah. build yeah. wax up on the forehead to pull. It? I never knew uh, that. I'm, I'm, I'm line or whatever. Go, going going back, I think it was that exact version of the method. I think it was Steve Johnson that that originated that. He he talked about that. There was. Um, Tom Savini was a big a big factor when it came to that effect mm. as well. Well, then maybe it was Tom Savini because I know I Steve Johnson and all them used to kind of work on a bunch of things, and Steve was kind of yeah. secondary to a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. and I remember uh, there was something called the Horror Hall of Fame, which is kind of like the mini Oscars for horror back in like the eighties and nineties. And Steve Johnson, who was he, he was married to Linnea Quigley at the time, had a little segment where it was like he would show off how they did certain things in movies, and that was one of the things that he showed was how they did that effect. So back in like their late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it and it's very effective. Like, very effective. You can Still do it used. all in one go, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still and then if today. you need to reshoot it, it's not a big deal. You just, you know, you, you sculpt it back up again, you get it going. It's such a quick shot that you really don't need to, and it depends on the distance as well, right? Just as long as you get that dark spot, you know, and then you can cut to the splatter on the, on the wall and then have the drip already starting or fill the void with some blood. And then when the head comes forward, it starts to drip, right? It's just a perfect, uh, it's a perfect lineup for that whole thing. Um, Day of the Dead, that was used a lot. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, that was used a lot. Uh, if you go back and you watch those movies, like, like kind of pause it when that's happening. You can see the little, if you look carefully, you can see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, what have I got here? Oh, Aubrey's father's death with the intestines hanging out next to the Christmas tree. Yeah, it was low low light and stuff, but it was it was great. The ho 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 brass knuckles, the tower a nice touch. Uh, that's a, that's attention to detail right there. Um, nice side face burn on Malcolm McDowell when he gets, you know, he gets burned on the side of the face. 
Um, and then uh, a nice uh, burn mass shot at the end uh, with the side of the face all all burned up. And that that looked exactly like what we would do with gelatin and cotton balls and things like that. Um, that did not look like a, a full prosthetic uh, when it comes to the terms of actually applying a, an appliance to that. That looked like it was gelatin. Uh, and it was colored really well. Um, yeah, it was either gelatin or a transfer is what I thought would have got written down here, right? So nice. Those are my notes. Nice. Good yeah. notes. Good notes indeed. Nice. Nice. <laughs> All right. So that just means that we have time for something else. Does anybody else want to guess what we have time for? Final it- reviews. What? <laughs> what? You sound surprised because I didn't huh? forget him this time. <laughs> I love trivia. Go ahead, Tim. Viva la Tim. Viva la Tim. Viva la Tim. Viva la Tim. <laughs> Are you trying to get a sponsor? Is that what you're trying to do? That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Trivia time. Uh, This film was partially inspired by a real-life holiday massacre that took place on Christmas Eve in 2008. Corvia? Holiday Massacre? Corvia Holiday Massacre. Mm. Uh, This is the third remake of a 1980s horror film in which Jamie King has starred. You know, because she's Hollywood royalty? Horror royalty? What do you say? Horror royalty. I think so. She previously starred in My Bloody Valentine, 2009, uh, Mother's Day, and now this. Uh, The line, what is this, Garbage Day, is a reference, obviously, to Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, when Ricky is on a shooting spree and says this most magical line. Magical line. Garbage Day! Uh... (laughs) There is a scene where an elderly elderly man wakes up after not taking uh, talking for a year to warn his grandson to watch out. This plays obvious tribute to the the original 1984 Silent Night Deadly Night. Yeah, we already knew that. Uh, the film's Wisconsin setting is a reference to the protests of the original film, which were censored in Milwaukee. Hmm. Centered in Milwaukee, not censored. Sorry. Uh, this is the second horror remake of the seasonal slasher film Malcolm McDowell has starred. After Halloween t- 2007, Malcolm McDowell also regrettably turned down the role in Black Christmas, which was the first seasonal slasher film. He was supposed to be in the original. Hmm. I guarantee he would have played, uh, what's his name? The Peter. No, oh. he would have been Peter. Because Peter, the guy who played Peter, kind of looked like Malcolm McDowell. I just watched that movie, like, the other night. Uh, At one point, Sheriff Cooper mentions CSI Miami. And uh, Brendan Fear, Fear? Uh, Fear. who plays Deputy Jordan, starred as Dan Cooper in the series from uh, 2005 to 2008. Uh, one more, because there's not a lot with this. Uh, <laughs> Maria is briefly choked with a shower curtain before she escapes the apartment. This is a clear tribute to Claire's death scene in Black Christmas 1974, where she's strangled to death with a laundry bag. Definitely. So we definitely caught on to all that. That's cool. I could I could see if there's goofs. I don't think there is goofs. There might be goofs. There has this to be goofs. This movie's full of goofs. No goofs. Oh, Zero yeah. Goofs. Is, okay, no, there's a couple. No goofs. No, there is. Uh, we got some continuity errors. Uh, when Sheriff Cooper and a Deputy Brattymore are talking in front of a blackboard, the word Carson keeps changing continuously to Carson. <laughs> so there's one point where it's spelled with two S's and then another point where it's spelled with one. All in the same scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Double. In the fi- the final fighting scene between uh, Deputy and Santa, uh, Brady Moore's hair changes from being tied up to hair being loose in between scenes. Uh, when Tiffany and Dennis are attacked by the killer Santa Claus, the killer appears 
from behind the open bathroom door that was nearly closed in the shop before. This means the killer had to open the door, walk into the room, hide behind the door without Tiffany Dennis noticing him. This is very unrealistic since Magic. Tiffany is lying <laughs> is lying on the bed in front of that door, and Dennis is also looking in that direction the entire scene. It's Christmas magic. How do you? I mean, Santa Claus gets into every fucking house and <laughs> delivers presents. I think he can climb behind a fucking door without people seeing him. Right? I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't ruin the magic that is Christmas time. Okay? And I don't need you to do it either. All right, fine. Go ahead. Okay. Christmas time with Tim. <laughs> Christmas time with Tim. Hey, we didn't ask for goose from Tim. <laughs> yeah, really. but you're getting it. This is but the I love bonus it. segment. We'll interrupt if we want to. This is a bonus. <laughs> what else you got for us, Tim? That's it. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that being said, it is time. Gentlemen, to relay our final thoughts and review and give our rating for this movie. So, Josh, I'm going to get you to go first. Yeah. I really like this movie. I don't see it as much of a connection to the the original as you guys do. And I, I know they, they sold it as that. And I'm sure I'd be better if I went into it thinking that I'm going to be sold this. And then I got faulty goods. I get that. Um... This movie will get an R from me, but then the killer broke his own rules and didn't use the naughty list, and that agitates me to no end, so I'm going to give it a PG. It's a pretty quick review. Straight yeah. to the point. It was going to get an R until point. Santa didn't use the oh, naughty list. Now yeah, it's a PG. When you have a slasher film, there has to be rhyme or reason, or it can just a massacre and that's fine but you don't get to have both it can't start with rhyme or reason and then just end up in a massacre uh, well it could but again that's not what happens just halfway through he just switches and then he switches back he's like okay I'm only only going after naughty people all these other people just waving yeah okay yeah nice parade yeah. so this guy I think I, I, you know if somebody broke some lead in a lead pencil that's naughty so he'd just kill him. It, it, nah. That's what was. That's what I was flicking between with this whole thing. Was like, okay, well, what did that person do? <laughs> yeah, why, why did he deserve that? But there's right. plenty of scumbags that he killed. It's like, oh well, yeah, fuck. Especially but some of them got... especially that like 13 year old girl. I mean, pure scumbag. Yeah, get her. Get her. Some of them got like a little present with coal in them, and some people didn't. Right? Yeah. yeah. And the ones like, who did die got coal. Naughty ones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Right. Tim. Why don't you go next? Um, so, I didn't, I didn't want to watch this movie because um, I knew kind of, you know, from when it was, it came out and the 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 trends that were around that time with horror movies and, in particular, horror movie remakes. Um, but I bit the bullet because I had to watch it for the show, and. Um, I have to say, I was I was pleasantly supply, surprised, supplies, presently, <laughs> pleasantly surprised by the practical effects. Like hmm. the practical effects in this movie are like top notch. Um, I was really, really, really happy with them. Um, but that was it. Like, I wasn't a fan of the acting. I thought the, the script was cheesy and very flimsy. If I get the opportunity to make a remake of a horror movie as, you know, notorious as Silent Night, Deadly Night was back in, what was it, 84? Yeah. Yeah, like, oh man, I'm going to go balls to the wall and try to get it even worse and more notorious you know what I mean I just I felt this movie was just a cash grab and it sucks because you know the special effects people they gave it their all it's probably some of their best special effects and the Santa I have to say the Santa in this was a lot better than the original um, I absolutely dug the the mask and the, the perfect beard like he looked like an evil Santa 
right? Like, I, I really like that. But um, the kills were great. The gore was great. The, the, the script sucked. Some of the acting was very flimsy and wishy-washy. Um, I didn't like the tone a lot of the movie. It didn't feel like Christmas to me. Like, I didn't get Christmas vibe. I got, hey, let's just set up and do this stuff. And it didn't feel Christmassy enough. Like, you watch Gremlins, it feels like a Christmas movie Hmm. with all this shit happening, right? Like, it felt like Christmas. This didn't feel like Christmas to me. There was was barely any decor and a lack of snow. Yeah, the snow could have helped. The snow could have helped. Yeah. But um, given all that, um, I want to rate it worse, but I can't because, like I said, the, the special effects and the, the, the kills were pretty good. I'm going to give it a PG as well. There you go. Okay, PG. Cool. Aaron. Yeah. It's kind of rough being the third and fourth on the go because, you know, a lot of the stuff has been said. I Just, just do what Adam does. You share the same sentiments. Sentiments, yeah. That's all you got to well, do. Then I will share the same sentiments. Let me write that down so I don't forget that for future. <laughs> Not sediments. You don't Tim's share the same rock. Tim's playing with his ball. Uh, I, I didn't mind, like, I didn't mind the storyline, and I just, like, accidentally watched, you know, Silent Night, <laughs> Deadly Night last week, right? <laughs> and I thought that it had some pretty big differences compared to the to to this version of it. It was more of a backstory with the with the main character in, in the '84 version of this, with the um, the orphanage and 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 all that kind of stuff. And you built up why this person was doing this kind of thing. With this one, you're kind of just jumping into the action, jumping into the mayhem. And I I definitely definitely show the same sentiments um, when it comes to Tim and what you said about um, the way that this whole thing kind of plays out and the way that they really don't, they, they have, it's almost like they have a hard time explaining certain things. And I got a little confused at some points going through the film um, when it came to uh, comparison of the 84 version. I, I, I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed it because I love good special, like great special effects, I should say. And this definitely had had that, and and I was sitting back going, yeah, that was awesome, that was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I can't say anything else about that, yeah. and that's why I said earlier that this, the effects kind of carried this through. Does that mean that some of the lines in this were were cheesy? I agree. Some of the writing was a little weak in some places, but they, I think they got, I think they hired a couple really decent actors that pulled it through as well. If they fell off with some of the lines that were cheesy, which they were, but they managed to pull some of them through where I was on the edge of going, okay, that worked. Uh, then yeah, I, I actually enjoyed this film. I, I got right into it. I was, you know, eating my bag of chips and, and going right to town and wiping the grease all over the couch and, you know, <laughs> taking a note here and there. And yeah. That's so the yeah, I, you know what? If somebody's going to sit down, they want the to see a good gore fest and stuff. They're not too heavy on the story, which some people just love a good gore fest. Then they're going to enjoy this film. They're going to, right? Because it's got some really cool effects in it. It's got and, a wood chipper, man. And that, you know what? That right there is A1. That's A-grade stuff right there. So mm. I'm going to give it an R. For re- oh. I recommend it. Like, if somebody's going to sit down, they're going to choose between, you know, watching the 84 or this version. I'd, I'd watch this version myself okay not, so i'm gonna use my psychic abilities now i'm gonna use my psychic abilities gonna reach out gonna reach out i'm gonna i already know what adam's gonna rate this what i'm gonna write it down <laughs> he's gonna write it yeah. down <laughs> and then put it in an envelope and hold it up to your head at the end and then... all right what what <laughs> yeah <laughs> johnny carson I'm thinking. All right, Tim's okay, writing it down. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. It's written. Got to hold up to your. You got to hold up to your forehead so we know you're not altering it. Okay. It's gonna remain sealed. All right. I'll try to ball. keep it quick and simple. Okay. 
it had really good special effects when it comes to the practical. There were a couple of cheesy VFX that occurred in the movie, but it didn't deter from the rest of it. I like the fact that some characters died the way that they died. It had some good, uh, interesting deaths. The wood chipper was really good. I still can't get past, unfortunately, the, the, the ties to the original. I love the Santa Claus in this. The, the, I can imagine taking the original, the 1984, doing a remake that's almost a, a point for point in the fact that it, he grows up, he becomes, you know, a, a sustainable adult in, in, in life and goes mad and he dons a mask, Michael Myers style. Yeah. Picks up a mask and dons it. Fuck that would be yeah. fucking dope. That movie would have been great. That movie would have been fucking dope. Yes. Like that, that to me, movie would have been great. Yes. But especially if he had a list that good. he kept to. Yeah. I said that so one for good. you, Josh. The the mask was great. And and I, I want a mask like that. I think it's great. Like that sitting beside like a Krampus mask, that'd be cool. That's cool. That's that's Christmas horror. Um acting cheesy. It was great to see some characters in this, but I think that the actors themselves, like Jamie King and Malcolm McDowell, who are great actors, uh, piss poor use of these people in this movie. This this movie is below them in a lot of ways. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say PG. I was wrong. You were going to say R, weren't you? You were going R, weren't you? I thought you were going to go R. No. <laughs> Timothy. No. Disappointed. You ruined the whole gag. Tim's, no. Tim's third eye. This is the point. Bullshit. <laughs> All that folding you did, you should have had one of each rating, and then you could have always... <laughs> Just folded out the side, <laughs> the one side. Uh, uh, no. I, I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest. That's that's what I thought he was going to write. Rate no. it. I no. thought he was going to rate it in R. The movie, has, the movie has some merits that it could have stood on its own, but I just think that it, it sullies it with the idea that it is a remake, but it isn't truly a, a decent remake. It should have been something better on its own, and there would have been a couple of things that I would have preferred differently. Even if this wasn't tied directly to the original, I still might have only given it a PG, though. Just for the fact that it is it is really a, a passive gore-fest movie, but it, it, it just needed to step it up a, a bit. Just dial it up just a little bit more, and I would have given it an R. So... I do agree you could have had some more Christmas stuff in the background, like yeah. some snow and shit like that. But maybe they didn't have a budget for that or whatever. But, but yeah, I do agree that it could have been more, a little more Christmas-oriented when it comes to some of the scenes downtown and the snow. and the, yeah. That would have given it that there more. There were like 40 Santas downtown. What, what more Christmas do you need, guys? I wanted, I wanted more scenes where Santa Claus was like the shop <laughs> breaking into people's homes. And it's like creepy uh, lit scenes where Santa's like walking through the home with a fucking blade and he's gonna kill somebody i think that takes place like december 5th hey the other thing i forgot to mention was the soundtrack you guys hear some of the original soundtrack in it that they had some of the jingles going with some of the beat and the and the the way that the killer was doing some of the stuff they had the little jingle going in like jingle bell you know they had the bells go i thought that was pretty cool but if they would accompany that with some with some better backgrounds and things yeah i agree yeah yeah absolutely um Okay, guys, good conversation. I mean, Silent Night, the remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night, take it as you will. But, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a Christmas special from They Cast from the Coast. Christmas providing special. you, well, because by the time that everybody watches this, it will be Christmas. I know, that's why so, we're wearing the goddamn hats. That's why we got these on. We got the jingle balls going. It's too tight on my head. I've already the, ripped it. When we, when we film the next episode, I'm going to have a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight and uh, and watching this episode with us. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays, whatever it is that you are, in fact, celebrating at this time with your family and joyous times. And, uh, joyous you know, Festivus to us all. Joyous Festivus and uh, Yule and all that stuff. So... Thank you very much. Check us out on Facebook, by the way. So uh, we produce all of this content every week under Facebook, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, subscribe. We're also on YouTube, Misunderstood Our Company. Like, share, and subscribe. We produce audio copies of all of our content on all the major podcasting platforms, including, but not limited to, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. We're also on Patreon. Open up your hearts and your wallets. Buy Tim a coffee. 
you know, Viva la Tim. I'm almost done. <laughs> Viva la Tim. Viva la Tim. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> until next it. time, Josh. A bring, bring. A bring, bring. A bring, bring. Hello. Hi. It's the telemarketer here to raise money for National Suck My Dick Week. Can I put you down for a deposit? I fell into that one. That was bad. I shouldn't have answered. Shouldn't have answered. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> well, now we're mixing Christmas classics. Here we go, Aaron. Work them titties. <laughs> Saucy. Saucy. Hey, it was in the porn scene, right? That's right. Uh, work them titties. Knock my ass off over there. Oh, uh, and uh. Tim. Stay safe and stay spooky. Every one of us. Every one of us. <laughs> Until next time. See you later, folks. Uh, uh, boy, Happy so holidays! Uh, <laughs>